So should we worry about contrails after all? That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Contrails, the wispy clouds that airplanes leave in their wake, have been the object of conspiracy theorists who claim that the vapors are evidence the government is dropping chemicals on unsuspecting citizens. The idea has been completely debunked, but there may be some real harm posed by the plumes. As Science Magazine reports, research done in 2011 showed that water vapor quickly condenses around soot from a plane's exhaust and freezes to form cirrus clouds, which can last for minutes or hours. These clouds are too thin to reflect much sunlight, but ice crystals inside them can trap heat. Unlike low-level clouds that have a cooling effect, contrails can contribute more to global warming than the carbon dioxide emitted by the jets. And according to a study released this week in the journal Atmosphere Chemistry and Physics, the amount of warmer air added to the atmosphere thanks to contrails, could triple by 2050 as air traffic goes up fourfold. The relationship between cloud coverage and global warming is not well understood. Andrew Gettleman, a cloud physicist with the National Center for Atmospheric Research in Boulder, Colorado, told Science Magazine that the effect of contrail cirrus clouds is still small compared to the overall amounts of CO2 belched by society. Researchers have discovered a new form of plastic pollution. It's a kind of plastic crust that builds up on shoreline rocks and was detected on the Portuguese island of Madeira. The plastic crust, as it's called, first appeared as a light blue film caked onto the rocks like old chewing gum on a sidewalk. More recently, they showed up as multicolored and covering nearly 10% of Madeira's rocky shores. Scientists performed chemical analysis on the plastic crust and determined it was polyethylene, the material used in single-use packaging and food containers. Ignacio Gestoso, a marine ecologist, told Earther that the crusts likely originate from waves crashing large pieces of plastic against the rocky shore, causing them to cling like algae or lichens. The formations are replaced the natural biological crust that animals such as barnacles and snails adhere to and feed from. The researchers observed that other species could be feeding on algae which settles on plastic crusts, raising the fear that contamination could be getting into aquatic life. Much of the precipitation that falls along the west coast of the U.S. comes from atmospheric rivers, large ribbons of water vapor that can contain as much moisture as the average flow at the mouth of the Mississippi River. A new study in the Journal of Geophysical Research Atmospheres shows that temperature is key for how that moisture will fall. Warmer air can hold more moisture and produces more rain than snow. The study shows that atmospheric rivers have become much warmer during the past 36 years, and the result could reduce water supplies because, as Fizz.org reports, a healthy winter snowpack acts as a kind of reservoir holding water that will run off later in the summer. Also, when rain falls on top of snow, it can lead to more melting, flooding, and landslides. In a separate study, investigators found that at two sites on the West Coast, sea levels rose about half a meter during strong atmospheric river events. Interestingly, it's not the precipitation that leads to sea level rise, but instead the winds from atmospheric rivers that can generate surface ocean currents. According to Physics World, they cause water to pile up along the coast, rapidly increasing the sea level for up to seven days. 
Scientists have known for a long time that plants affect the atmosphere by drawing water out of the soil and exhaling it into the air. The exchange affects the balance of water and heat at the planet's surface. But what happens during a drought? Do trees keep sending precious water vapor into the air? Or do they become frugal and preserve their moisture? That depends. According to new research from the University of Utah, some trees binge on water to cool themselves, and that could end up making a drought worse. The researchers looked at 40 sites around the world and found that some trees in cooler climates, such as conifers like junipers and pines, slow how much water they circulate during dry conditions. But tree species in hotter climates, like oaks in California, respond by quickly sucking up the water available to them. This can result in low soil moisture, which increases local temperatures and further aggravates drought conditions, basically creating a feedback loop that could threaten the availability of water supplies and affect entire ecosystems. The scientists did find, however, that sites with a variety of trees handle drought conditions better. As droughts become more intense with climate change, the study suggests that understanding how trees respond to dry conditions could help local leaders plan to make their communities more resilient. And finally, it takes a lot of water to make paper. From growing the wood to processing the pulp, the water footprint to produce a pound of paper can be up to 40 gallons, according to Paper on Web, an information site. So any method of cutting down the use of paper could result in water savings. Like what if you could reuse paper you had already printed on? What if a printer could unprint and take toner off the sheet. A team led by researchers from Rutgers University have created a new way to unprint paper so it can be reused up to five times. The method uses laser pulses of light to erase black, blue, red, and green inks without damaging the paper, according to the study published in the Journal of Cleaner Production. The authors claim that their method saves energy and reduces pollution in comparison to recycling every piece of paper. The Good News Network reports that the engineers are now working on a way to integrate unprinting with typical office and home printers. This Week in Water is supported by the American Waterworks Association. Discuss solutions for protecting and managing aging infrastructure at WIC19. Learn more at awwa.org forward slash water infrastructure.